Hey everybody and welcome to the Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Tahid LaRocco, aka Don Perignon, aka Fish, aka The Doctor, aka Logan, aka a whole bunch of other names I went through over the years. With me, as usual, is the co-host with the most, the man with the plan, Mr. Big J. What's going on, man? AKA the voice in his head that you can all hear conveniently for this show. <sighs> what do we got to talk about today? Well, uh... I watched Lion King. Uh, oh, <laughs> did you now? I watched The Lion King. I actually went through with it. So I think we're going to be going over that today. I got my notes here with me. <clears throat> uh, you wanted to talk about the PS5 today, didn't you? Yeah, because, I, mean, I mean, granted, they're going to be out soon enough. And pre-orders are already racked up for the next-gen stuff, and I'm going to be somewhat interested in purchasing, but of course, definitely not anywhere near the first waves, because I've learned my lesson with dealing with new technology. Not to mention, I bounce around between the two systems, so therefore, when it comes to getting into this next phase, I wish to choose wisely. You're an old person. Grandpa. You're older than me. <laughs> oh, I don't trust this new technology. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to get caught up. I don't want to get caught up with eleven and sending it back and this, that, and the third. No nope. one sends anything I, back anymore. They I just like, send updates. I like, I like to purchase something that's working when I open it out the box and can enjoy whatever the hell I purchased. Nobody sends anything back anymore. They just do updates. Not if it's a hardware issue. Yeah, those don't happen anymore. They learned their lesson. Uh, yeah, because call recalls don't exist anymore either. No, they don't. It's just all employed by the government. Mm-hmm. It's all an illusion. So yeah, let's talk about uh, the Lion King first. Before we get to that, though, I was looking up. Uh, some thun- the thumbtail for the Mulan episode that we did last week, and I came across this article, and it it, it, it really it just kind of tickled me. <laughs> it's like, what? I'm not gonna say what this woman's name is. I'm sure she's a nice woman, but I had a little issue with. First of all, I had an issue with the the title. The title is. Disney's live-action Mulan is just as epic as the original, but there are a few changes. Oh, differences. There are a few differences. Neither one of these movies are epic. (laughs) Okay? Let's just make that clear. Neither one of these movies is epic. The original wasn't even epic. It was great. It was great, but it wasn't epic. (laughs) That depends on what your standards. If that is strictly... uh personal appreciation or do you quantify it with sales and things and things like and sales and reviews depends on how you define epic yeah that movie was not epic in any way shape or form <laughs> not in sales not even a movie standpoint it was great yes epic no it was ahead of its time yes epic no so that that was right there was just like what so then I proceed to read the article and it says Disney is sharing Mulan. Okay, we're back. We're back. 
I mean, I had a little technical difficulties there. Uh, the battery died in my recorder, so yeah. I'm not going to finish the rest of that story. That was yesterday. This is a whole new day. We're doing a recording. I'm recording on location. We got it going now. We got it going now. Learned the lesson. When it says it only has one cell, change the batteries. No comment. <laughs> well, you know, normally one cell lasts quite a bit. I figured we were going to do one episode before the batteries were dead. You know how far we got? Right after I said the title to that article. That's when it cut off. So, I guess you missed that story, folks, because the moment is gone now. All right. So, we're going to be talking about The Lion King. Now, we already did this, so this is the second time. So, his responses aren't going to be the same. We only got to a certain point, though. So, what we'll do is I will go over it again, and you just say what your original response was. Lion King, 2019, live action. Started off with an opening live shot of Africa, which is the only live shot in the movie. Everything else is computer generated, including the animals and the ground. Start off the same as the other way. You know, Simba's born, but Rafiki's too lazy to stand up, so he sits his ass on the ground and holds the kids up in the air, which ruins the entire effect because it's not as dramatic when someone's sitting their lazy ass on the ground holding something up as when they're raising it up to the heavens. Uh, we cut to that mouse. That mouse that you saw for like 15 seconds in the original movie with Scar was trying to eat her. Well, that turned into a minute and 10 seconds <laughs> before we got to see Scar appear, who was voiced by, and I forgot to look this up again, Chiwetel Eiffel. I think I said it right this time. Yes, I think it's Chiw- uh, Chiwetel Eiffel. He's a British actor. He's been in a lot of different things. You'd know his face if you could see it, if you see him. James L. Jones sound tired and uninterested. <laughs> it worked when he was having heart-to-hearts with Simba, but when he was sitting there trying to supposedly emote, he just sounded like he had three feet in the ground already. <sighs> the Rafiki thing. In the original, Rafiki was painting Simba because he was doing record-keeping. Well, they threw that out the window. Some bugs just started randomly forming on the tree. Then he started grabbing other bugs and put it on. He blew some dust on there, and... It was Simba's voice. He got excited, said Simba, and started speaking in kosher. I know that because I had the subtitles on. It said speaking in kosher. But it made absolutely no sense because I don't know if it's supposed to be a prophecy. And if it is, it's just dumb. And I'll explain why later. But I don't know what that was about. I'm very confused by that, why they changed it or what it was supposed to be. Then I started talking about the problems with live action. Is that they have no facial features to emote. (laughs) And it's bad. And when you put the facial features on them without the human expressions, it just looks weird on their faces. This is why you can't turn animation into live action. Because most of it has to do with the, the drawings of the faces. They give them human emotions on purpose so they can show what the emotion is they're supposed to have. You don't get that with live action animals. Most of the time they're just looking like they're staring at the space or they're just looking like they're staring at the ground. Next he did the circle of life. Yeah, yeah, Simba and and Mufasa walk and he talk about the circle of life. And again, like I said, Mufasa, I mean, James L. Jones sound fine in those moments, but any other time, He sounded like he was trying to remember, trying to figure out if he had all timers or not, because he already did these lines. 
Scar tells Simba about the elephant graveyard, and he goes and tells Nala, and they turned her into a pussy and a worry work right from the very beginning, which was unlike the original, where she was just as rambunctious and eager and foolhardy as Simba was. So, there you go. Don't know why they changed that. I guess guys are supposed to be idiots and girls are sensible ones. But wait, I thought it's equal opportunity. Now you're stereotyping by gender. Isn't that wrong for the PC world? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to <laughs> I forgot to let you say what your reactions were to all of this. <laughs> your original reactions. <laughs> original reactions uh, to Rafiki sit, lazy, sitting his lazy ass on the ground. Yeah, I agree. That's a moment killer. <laughs> and as far as once again between record keeping and prophecy, that needs to be cleared up because if you kill the record keeping aspect. It, then yes, it, la- it lacks reason. If it's a prophecy, then you kind of kill the story. Well, I can explain why it couldn't be a prophecy when we get to that. Uh, yeah. The mouse for the one minute and ten seconds. What was your original reaction to that? Less killer, more filler. James L. Jones, silent, sounding tired and uninterested. Mm, perhaps he is. <laughs> I can't be the judge of that. You already said I mean, the record-keeping part. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I mean, I know I don't like being repeated to nor repeat myself. So you never know. It might be a quirk. It might be a quirk we share. <laughs> like, and this happened, and this happened. Now cut my check. <laughs> probably. That's probably what I would feel at that point. Like, why am I doing this a second time? Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. And I was already complaining about going there before they even got there, being a little worry warped. Then they did the Can't Wait to Be Sing, the uh, Can't Wait to Be King song, and the visuals. This is the problem. Again, this is the problem when you change anime into live action. The original, they were allowed to do zany stuff because it was animation. But now, because they have it as live action, it just looks like a bunch of animals running around doing shit. <laughs> the, the, the choreo is supposed to be choreography, but it's not really there because it still looks like animals just running around doing shit. Like you, you can't have like you can't do it the the over the top like they did in the original with what's the name getting runned over twice, Zazu getting runned over twice, and and Simba jumping off of giraffe heads. No, nope, no, nope, because it's supposed to be realistic. Now you just have animals running around doing shit, and it's just, it's just not, it's not up to par. It's not as exciting. The energy's not there. It's just lackluster. Well, it takes away from the comical slapstick, and thing about it is, for that, you actually replace it with dun 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 rating. <laughs> Oh, it's not. See, even if it didn't have the comical slapstick, even if you you cut out the comical slapstick and watch it without it, it's just more livelier. It's just they can make it more livelier because they can actually use their imagination or what they want them to do. If you want to make it look realistic, you can't do that. (laughs) Realistic isn't as lively. So that was a downer for me anyway. Get to the elephant graveyard again. She's being a big wuss instead of being a big wuss when the when she had reason to in the original, which was when the hyenas actually showed up. She's just scared of everything for no reason. And yeah, so the hyenas show up, and the two the, the the two best comic reliefs in the movie were the two hyenas played by 
Ken Michael Keys and Eric Andre. I think he's a comedian too, but their their dynamic was like really, really good. They had that off-brand type of humor. Like at one point, I don't know. I could, I could, sometimes I could tell which was which as far as voices. Sometimes I couldn't, but one of them was like just constantly wanted to be next to the other one, even though the other one wanted to be left alone. <laughs> they was doing that type of stick. And it was really funny throughout the entire movie. Every time they was on screen, I, I got a laugh. So that was pretty good. Uh, Shinzi, the, the head, um, the head hyena, the one played by Whippy Goldberg, was now played by Florence Kasamba, who you've probably seen in, uh, if you've seen Black Panther, you've seen her. She was one of the guards. She's been in a couple of other stuff too. She's a really good actress. She doesn't get many lines though. So it was nice to see her have more than like three or four lines, you know? The hell lines were all cheesy, unfortunately, but that's not her fault. That was the way it was written. So yeah, the hyenas chased them. They took out the part when Simba actually saves Nala from Shinzi. When she almost got her, he scratched her face, which is how she ended up with the scar. They cut that out completely. And then after they, after Mufasa saves them, Nala says, I thought you were very brave. And I originally said, for what? He did nothing but run with you. And I felt that was that line was just out of context. But once again, I interpret that as a comparative statement because if she's, once again, scared to go in the elephant graveyard in the first place and he's brave enough to go, you know, march forward in spite of which. And, you know, he does the he does his little squeaky roll for the, for the hyenas. It's that's a command that's a command statement that's a you know back up yeah you're out muscled and outnumbered but that's almost drawn a, trying to draw a line in the sand also not so like I said by comparison brave and I said well what you're saying is that line was there just for the audience yeah for the current audience so that oh so yeah then they did the be prepared song Again, lackluster, and they changed the lyrics, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I guess suddenly it's taboo to make fun of the villain's intelligence, because he was making fun of the hyena's intelligence throughout that entire song. The only words that were the same in the new one was, be prepared. Every single word in that song was changed. And I'm kind of glad they did change it, because... I would have been very disappointed to hear a real lackluster original <laughs> be prepared. So he takes Simba down to the gorge and, you know, he tells the roar, and then the stampede comes and they change Zazu from getting slapped, who I forgot to mention. I mentioned in the first time we did this recording that uh, he was played by John Oliver and they did a news joke, which was actually kind of funny because it's John Oliver. <laughs> but he did the voice of Zazu and, um, yeah, rather than getting slapped, because I never, that never made, that got a thumbs up for me because it never made sense to me how Sazu got slapped. And afterwards, he woke up. Nobody questioned him. He didn't say nothing about it. Like, Scar smacked the shit out of me when I went to get help. Or no one asked him what happened. Someone had to run across him at some point to figure something out. So the fact that Zazu instead goes off to get help, which is a long distance away, made a lot more sense. It's the, the only positive change, really, in this movie. I'm just going to, spoiler alert, only positive change in this movie. So, yeah, the stampede comes through, and it looks scripted. You can tell that they literally, because in, in the original, you had water buffaloes falling over each other. They were sliding down the gorge, 
Some of them tripped and fell. Some ran over the other ones like a real stampede. Here, they're just, you can tell it's just like they just put 10, they just made 10 buffalo, uh, 10 uh, water buffaloes, and then just copy and paste them and ran them through a loop. <laughs> you, can, you can just see it. It was like they were on a track. So, yeah, that was, that was, lack the energy of the original like the like the movements for simba and mufasa yeah that 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 had real energy to it but the stampede had none so kind of just like kind of killed the whole thing uh what else right so yeah so then he tells simba to run away and he tells them that simba's dead and this is why this couldn't have been a prophecy because rafiki goes over and wipes simba's face off just like the original so if it's a prophecy a pro uh, the prophesized person cannot die before the prophecy is fulfilled otherwise it's not a prophecy that's the whole point of a prophecy it's set in stone so if it was supposed to be a prophecy he should have known that simba wasn't dead because you can't kill the prophesized person until the prophecy is fulfilled <laughs> But at the same time, it couldn't have been record-keeping because there was no other pictures up there, and he didn't even do the painting. It just happened to be some magical bugs on the damn tree. So I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be. I'm still confused as to what that was supposed to be. And I don't think I'll ever get an answer for it, because I don't even think they knew what they were doing. Charlie did story beat, story beat, story beat. I think they just needed something for Rafiki to do and they couldn't think of anything else <laughs> and didn't realize he was the record keeper. So, of course, Simba's gone. He meets Timon and Pumbaa, played by Billy Etrix, Itchner. Billy Itchner and Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen was actually good in this, which goes to prove that if he doesn't have his hand in writing, he's actually decent in movies. Just don't let him put a pen and paper down. They did the Hakuna, the Hakuna, the Hakuna Matata song with extra animals. And at first, I couldn't figure out why they had extra animals because the whole point of Timon and Puma was they were loners, which is why they, they were loners and outcasts by everybody, which is why when they found Simba, they were happy because it wasn't just the two of them anymore. Now they gave him a whole squad of outcasts and loners. And I'm just like, why? I mean, it wasn't like in the original, there weren't animals in the forest. You saw animals in the forest. They just weren't part of the group because that group was a bunch of outcasts. So I'll, I don't. I, at first, I was confused by that, but I, 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 you'll find out why later. <laughs> Nala goes to find help instead of going to find more food. Again, makes no sense because I don't know where the hell she's going to find help from. <laughs> it's not like you can go to the neighboring lion, the lion pride, and say, "Hey, we need help overthrowing our false king over there." <laughs> you want to say that sounds like a you problem, not a me problem? Keep that over there. <laughs> Once again, I think the tigers were interjected. Overthrow your king sounds great. <laughs> so I did not understand that part. That was kind of a dumb change. I had you guess how long the tuff of hair thing happened because they did that again. You guessed at 115, I mean, a, a minute and 15 seconds, which was close because the actual time was a minute and 30 seconds. We actually got to see it become part of a ball of shit. A giraffe ate it, and it came out as shit with a dung beetle pushing it along. Why did we need to see all this? It was just so simple in the original. No one wants to see a tougher hair blowing through the wind, going through trees, 
going through, falling in a lake, getting picked up by a bird, getting dropped on a leaf, getting eaten by a giraffe, shit out, pushed by a dung beetle before it gets to Rafiki. And even if you did do that, you didn't have to take a minute and 30 seconds to fucking do it. But I digress. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. So this is why they added the extra animals, because they wanted to add an extra musical. Yeah, I remember the scene when Tamoma Puma was singing in the jungle, the mighty jungle, and they did it for like, I don't know, 10 to 15 seconds, which means they only got one and all a half lines in. Well, they turned this into a whole musical with extra animals, doing the, almost the entire song. <laughs> Unnecessary, not exciting, added nothing. The, the musical wasn't even entertaining because they were pretty much just marching down the way with animals joining them, singing along. So I didn't understand the purpose of that. That was a waste of time. <laughs> and that's when Nala broke it up and was going to eat Pumbaa. Simba comes in and they recognize each other. But there's no catch up before that. Not, not really a catch up. There's like a two second. Oh my god, I can't believe it. And all of a sudden, she's like, "Okay, we gotta, we gotta go home." Like, what? <laughs> like that was that was kind of quick and offbeat. I'm like, it goes from one tempo to hi, how you doing? To we gotta go home. <laughs> like, w- w- wait, what? <laughs> and then they proceed to go to the song. So. <laughs> He just like literally just goes, he goes, he goes, oh no, I can't go back. I can't go back. You wouldn't understand. Come on, wait till I can't wait to show you this place. And boom, they go into, can you feel the love tonight? And I was just like, at first I was really confused because of how fast the tempo went for each one. It was up, it was down, it was middle. I'm like, and it was like all in like seven seconds. Literally all of it was in seven seconds. And I was just like, what, what, where do we supposed to feel right now? <laughs> Are we supposed to be excited? Are we supposed to be serious about this? Are we supposed to be melancholy? What, 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 what the hell's going on? But as the song started, I knew I was so unimpressed what was going on with the musicals in this movie. I just decided to go do some fishing. Oh, I did. I pulled out my phone and turned on my fishing game and continued to fish until the song was over. In fact, I got so into it that I lost track that the movie was going, and all of a sudden, Rafiki was there. <laughs> I mean, from what I can hear, the music, uh, Donald Glover, if he was the one singing, and Beyonce did fine. It was a little off from what I was hearing, like the two of them. I mean, they did fine. They weren't as smooth as the original two were, but it was okay from what I heard. Like I said, I was busy fishing. So now I look up and Rafiki's there. There's no stick hit this time, which was really the most important lesson in the entire movie, which was don't get stuck in the past. You got to move forward because that's what he said. He hit him with the stick and he said, what you do that for? He's like, what does it matter? It's in the past. (laughs) what matters now is what you move forward but no instead we have a chase and yeah there was a chase in the original but this chase was dramatic with Simba getting stuck in stuff and trying to fight his way out to keep up with Rafiki It, it was just dumb and we already had this twice so why are we watching this a third time because dramatic chasing is dramatic. Wait, I think we got it a fourth time too. 
Yes, we did. They gave it to us a fourth time from Pumbaa Vision. Same thing, the up-close personal of them running, you're all in their face, what's going on? I'm like, we saw this already. Why do we have to, why do you keep doing the same visual? Changing the animals does not make it as exciting as it was the first time. So, of course, James L. Jones, oh, they pulled the Galactus on us. (laughs) Instead, this time, they pulled the Galactus on us. This time, instead of the... uh, What's the name's ghost showing up? <laughs> you get a cloud that kind of morphs into Mufasa's face, <laughs> like Galactus when he came at Fantastic Four. <laughs> a Silver Surfer one up there, and you can kind of sort of see Galactus's head in it. <laughs> and they said, There you go, that's your Galactus. Yeah, they pulled that on us. I could. I, I was shocked when I saw that. I'm like, they actually pulled that on us. But yeah, yeah, yep. just right. Yep, yep, yep. Because it's supposed to be realistic. I would have preferred, you know, just a realistic ghost lion up there. We all get the idea. <laughs> I was not really seeing it in real life. We get the idea, but no, no, they pulled the Galactus on us. Oh, and this one tickled me more than anything. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. Who did the voice of adult Nala? Can you guess what Beyonce did? It's a pattern for her for all of her movies. In fact, I think it's in her contract. Like Michael Bean and him dying in every movie is in his contract. Oh, you know real good at these things. Go ahead. (laughs) She had to get her song in the movie. Her solo song. Yeah, when he finally decides to come back, instead of it being a quick thing, they have a whole montage of them running back to Beyonce, an original song for the movie. <laughs> and that's the first thing I said. Yep, she just had to get her song in, huh? She just can't be a voice actress. I mean, we all know she's a shit actress to begin with, but we already, at this point, we're all used to it, so we just tolerate it. But no, no, she also has to get her songs in. At least one in every movie. Why? I don't know. It's not like we forgot she can sing. It's the best thing about her. So I don't know why you need to put a song in every movie. Well, you said it right there. That's the case. That's a high point. Would it not be? I mean... I'm going to drag a fucking movie out for no reason. It isn't. And she already sang Can't We Feel the Love Tonight. What the hell does she need a solo for? It's not like she didn't sing in the movie at all. And you know what? I turned it off at the end of the circle of life, so she might have had another song at the end during the credits, for all I know. <laughs> all I know is once that circle of life said, doom, so did the button on my computer. Doom, the end. <laughs> so, yes, they do the live date, but instead of, this is actually pretty funny, too. Give them credit for this. This is pretty funny. Instead of the stupid Hawaiian song they did for the Pumbaa, the the yeah the Pumba the Pumba bait joke they actually did be our guest and it was pretty funny they got to they got to Tumong going be our and then they were interrupted <laughs> but he did but he did do the whole inter the whole intro part <laughs> so that was actually pretty funny just to see that that was pretty good and. So, of course, we get the the whole thing, same as the other one. Oh, it's your fault. He's dead. Yes, it was my fault. Fall over. Oh, Papa, I killed Fufasa. 
This time he bites him on the nose. I don't remember. That was the only. That was one of the things I didn't understand in the original. Like when he was hanging like that, how the hell did he get back up? <laughs> like it just, it just, he just kind of just like jumped up, even though Scar was clawing his hand and about to drop him. It was just, it was very odd. They changed that to this one, which made it better. He actually bit Scar on his face, <laughs> and Scar pulls back. And pulls him up, trying to pull his face out of, out of Simba's mouth. So that that was better. That made more sense. But yeah, they did that, and of course he confessed. And then they get the big fight. Everybody got to get everybody got to get their stuff in. Nala now has a solo fight with Shinza. I guess that's a thing now. <laughs> Although technically Nala's beating up an old woman, but whatever. Like Nala was a cub when they met. Nala's a grown lioness, so she's beating up an old lady. So kudos there. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing they did, too. They did that stupid, again, no context whatsoever because she never said it. Neither one of them said it when they was a kid. They actually put, as an adult, I laugh in the face of danger joking. And I was just like, there's no context to that because no one ever said that. Now you're just saying it hey. to say it. Yeah, he took out the original line. So you can't, <laughs> you can't reference it. Yeah, so now it's just like, she's like, I laugh in the face of danger. Ha 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 And I'm just like, there there, there's no context to it now. Other than, you know, now she's brave and she was a wuss before, but even then, the way she said it was kitty, so there's no really no context to it. Because it was never said as a kid. So again, clearly, it's just purely for old school audiences this time. Pander, 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 pander. And I'm an old school audience, and this was my favorite movie, and I noticed that. <laughs> so I'm sure we all did. We're not children, we don't need to be pandered. If you're going to put it in... Put the entire thing in. Otherwise, cut the entire thing out. Then you have no complaints. Oh, yeah. What's the name? One guy to stick. <laughs> Rafiki actually went and got a stick out of, out of a, a hole in his tree. And they referenced that like that was something major. But you never saw the stick in the entire movie <laughs> until that one part. So, again, <laughs> if you were born after 1997 and your parents never showed you the original Lion King, you don't understand the reference of the stick. Yep, to the, yep, to the Bruce Lee moment during that fight. They got rid of that, too. Of course they did. He just, uh, or at least it made sense. He just whacked it around like a bamboo. Actually, I don't know what the hell he is. He's not a bamboo. I keep calling him a bamboo. I forgot what those monkeys are called. I think they're a part of the Makai family. But, yeah, he just whacks it around like, I'm just going to say Makai because I'm a dish apart enough, just like a regular Makai would do it. <laughs> just have one in and just whack, whack, whack. So, yeah, the Bruce Lee moment was taken out. I liked the Bruce Lee moment. I liked it, too. I'll take, but, I'll you know, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, realistic, realistic, live action, nope. realistic. Nope, I fully accept that pandering. <laughs> They changed the the Puma pig joke to an anti-bullying joke. And I wrote here, I made a fart noise with my mouth because I actually did when I saw it. (laughs) It was an instinct and I was just like... Because I'm thinking clearly 
these writers are really, really stupid or never really actually paid attention to the fact that that was not a fat joke, but a proper grammar joke. It was a suffix joke. It was he was upset that they left out the mister. They showed him lack of respect. Had nothing to do with him being fat because he is a pig. I mean, <laughs> we can make that thing to warthog and boar just part of the family. But yes, you know, warthogs and boars yeah, are part yeah. of the pig family. They're all in the same family, so he is a pig. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and even even if you wanted to take it that way, it's still not a fat joke. <laughs> yep. It's a different species joke. But no, it was a suffix joke. They left out the mister. They showed him lack of respect. And it pissed him off. It had nothing to do with his weight. But they were perfectly fine with leaving all the fart jokes in there for him. Just what they thought was a fat joke they had to take out. And the rest of the movie ends the same. You know, they win. He gets eaten by the hyenas. It looks just, or actually looked just as horrific and graphic as the original. (laughs) And Simba's kid is born. Rafiki still sits his lazy ass on the ground. The end. (laughs) Final thoughts? Ah, two points. Right in the trash. Final thoughts, it was okay. If you've never seen The Lion King before, you're not going to know the difference. There's going to be some confusing things, like the stuff that was said out of context or actions that were out of context. You, you might be conf- The people might be confused. You've never seen The Lion King before. Why did it happen? Why did she say that? Little. <laughs> I was about to say a little. More than a little. Too long. It's definitely too long. Original time slot was great. Hour and a half is good enough to get the story across. Timely manner, over and done with. Maybe if you want to add a little extra stuff, another 15 minutes. But I think that movie was like two hours and 15 minutes or something like that. Maybe two and a half. Definitely too long. Which was funny with Mulan. It didn't seem that long. So it's It's pretty much because of the different different subject matters. I I think because it was people... It didn't seem that long with Mulan. Mulan. With Mulan, my mouth is getting dry. Excuse me, folks. Yeah, it didn't seem that long with Mulan because it was actual people. As opposed with The Lion King, which it was mostly animals and they mostly looked around like they had bored looks on their face half the time. Zazu had absolutely no expression on his face whatsoever because he has a beak. (laughs) So... Whatever he said, he just looked exactly the same. Maybe there was like a little difference in eye motion, but you, unless you're really, really focused on it, he just looks the same all the time. But it was all right. Just like Mulan, if you're going to show either one of these to your kids, show them the original. At least it had the the, the better more. At least it gave the got the moral cross of don't get stuck in the past, move forward better than this one did. Because they went straight to the point in the original, and here they kind of tiptoed around it with various dialogues. 
especially with Timon and Pumbaa. They had way more dialogue than they used to have. And it was different ways of repeating the same thing. They were talking about, forget about your past. It's not important. Yeah, you know what? They actually just had conflicting... That was the other thing, too. They had conflicting morals in here. Like, I know Timon and Pumbaa is more supposed to be the wrong moral. But you can get very confused because they're both saying, forget about your past. But one is saying, don't care at all. And the other one is saying, move forward. It, it was very weird. Like, it got better. It got better. It got across better in the original. It really, it really did. Because they didn't focus. You know what it was? Timon and Puma didn't focus on forgetting about your past. They focused on not caring. That's why it got across better than it did in this one. Because they kept mentioning forgetting about your past. Oh, okay. And then you go to the, the positive moral. The real moral is, yeah, is not to dwell in the past move forward and they, they kind of sound the same the way they're being said by each person the way the dialogue is written so it, it gets kind of confusing so yeah the, the moral got across way better in the original one but that's it for the lion king uh, i think next week maybe i'll be doing uh if i can find the time to watch it uh new mutants that just came out which I believe is the last Fox project. I think that was the last project they were working on. I do not think Marvel actually worked on this. I got to look that up, but I'm pretty sure that was the last X-Men project that Fox was actually working on. So yeah, I'll probably go through that next week. Hopefully I get a chance to watch it this week. If not, I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. But right now, we're going to move along. Because Jay wanted to talk about the differences in the PS5 and the Xbox, what is it? X Series X. Series X, yeah, that's it. Because we're going to leave the Series S, <laughs> we're just going to leave that alone. Fucking Microsoft and Apple and their goddamn letters for everything. <laughs> I was about to say the, the Microsoft, I was about to say the Xbox XS, but <laughs> that's the iPhone. <laughs> The, the Xbox extra small. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be a new port. Maybe that'll be a portable in the future. Who knows? You know what? That's a good idea. Can't have that. You got to pay us for that. <laughs> the Microsoft XS extra small, and it's a portable. That's a good. That's a good name. Can't have it. Y'all heard it here first. They got to pay us for that. Fuck out of here. Mm, well, there's legal ramifications and all that, but yeah. <laughs> what he said. It, it's on the airways. I don't think anybody else has said it on the airways yet, so it's ours. <laughs> That's all right. I gotta give it a different name. Won't be as catchy. Nope. Nope. Although, but they can't use that nothing. name. They can't use that Although, one. Well, another for nothing, I think I would like if they would have kept it as, as um, Scarlet because I like the project name. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear about the project name. I Listen, I am so yeah. out of tune with the new consoles right now. I just know I'm getting a PS5. <laughs> That's it. Well, then again, you have you kind of like you kind of legacy for PlayStation right now, so yeah, that's true. Makes enough makes enough sense that you just you know. On to well, that's the, the other thing. My brother had his Xbox, so we had both. That's why I was just kept buying PlayStation. I was like, oh, you want uh, an Xbox? Go. Well, I'll just keep buying a PlayStation then. <laughs> well, see, there you go, got tag team. Yep, that's how we do things. Hey, whatever works. But as for me, for the fact that. I sat out the last gen. I mean, missed only a handful of gems, kept up with 
some of the performance, seen a couple of ups, seen many downs, mainly just what they're doing with the market. Although, sheesh, I just about to do a head nod and pull one out for poor WE20. Oh, I'm so done with those. I think I was done with those at 2013 because everyone after that was an incomplete game and complete shit. Yeah. I even gave them a second chance with 2018 and it was still garbage. Well, after it fell into the Madden wave of annual release, it's over. Yeah. You You don't got time for real innovation. As a matter of fact, Watch nice video on kind of the background story how all that happened. It's actually pretty sad, but no. Um, moving watching a couple of newsy type type upgrade things. It's actually to summarize, it's very East versus West, where you know the Western world has muscle cars with bigger engines and bigger numbers to do bigger things, and. The east side of things does things with fine with tuners and fine tuning and a lot more smaller electronics working as a system. And that is probably your biggest upfront difference when dealing with the headlining systems. And unfortunately, when it comes to the numbers game, Microsoft wins, but it's marginal. What do you mean? That the Series X has a slightly bigger processor. A slightly bigger memory. They're using the same graphics card and like hardcore, like just number difference. That's it. Where Sony, on the other hand, where they're dealing with a software, uh, how should I say, a, a slightly numerics wise weaker processor and rolling with literally marginal, slightly less memory. The way the other systems will work actually speeds up all the processing power just through the lovely magic of inner workings because it's been a while since I've seen video and I'm only one foot in tech wise for me to be spouting all the technical terms but it's configured so where it highly denigrates or completely eliminates load times. Yeah, yeah, that's well, what I was like, getting at. The load time, this is basically you have no load time, which is a big, big thing for me because when I play, like I told you before, and I was playing Avengers, every time I die, I got to wait almost 15 to 20 seconds to reload back into the game. It's just like, why? <laughs> that is a long wait just to continue where you died at. Like, that's that's... Terrible. I haven't had to wait like you haven't had to wait like that since PS3 when it first when games first started coming out on PS3. Well, that's the other thing too with the software companies when they get start playing with this stuff, just like the um, action and clank demo where they're like, no, you'll be able to teleport in real time, no loading screen. Like imagine that, like a magic mirror teleport. Your character steps through, no load time. You're just in another world. Yeah, that's like, a big difference. Like, like, like imagine Mario 64 with that. Yeah, yeah, so that's a huge difference. That's a, a really big difference. It's like because that load time takes you out of, takes you out of the, uh, the experience. Immersion. The immersion. Yeah, that's what I was trying to take it away. That takes you out of the immersion. Cause then you're like, then that was the thing. Like, that's why I haven't, um, I haven't streamed in a while for that because it's just like, Yo, if I die, I got to sit there and wait like almost 15 seconds just to get back into the game. It's just like, I don't even want to play at that point. 
Like your adrenaline <laughs> went down. Like you want to get in, the adrenaline starts going down. And you're just like, ah. Oh. And you're sitting there waiting. And then you get in, you're like, oh, I got to do this again. <laughs> well, and that's another, and that's another jump for people who stream as well because most depends. Some people do live stream. Other people just do their playthroughs edited. Well, guess what? If you can have all these queued out load times, you really don't have to add it because it's right there. Like all those loading sections and stuff is taken, they're taken out. And for the audience, yeah, if you're watching a game that can't play, you're not playing, or you just want to see something for the story piece, you don't want to stay here for the loading times in between stages and between this subsection and this subsection or whatnot. Yeah, you want, you want to see the game in motion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can deal with a five-second waiting time, but when it's more than that, it's just like, come on. <laughs> what year is this? I couldn't believe that. Yeah. I was just sitting there. I'm like, why is this taking so long? And I'm not playing online. I'm playing just a regular story mode. It was taking that long. I'm just like, why the hell? What's going on here? So yeah, that's why I've been yeah. playing that, folks. <laughs> that load times kills me. <laughs> Especially when I had the broken controller, because I would die for not my fault, and it's just like then I got to do that load time. It's like it's not even my fault. <laughs> I'm being punished for a broken controller, but I got a new controller, so hey. <laughs> yeah, I got that this week, so that's good. Anything else about it you want to talk about before we move on to the news? Uh, I mean, both companies say they're gonna be supporting their current gen consoles, so really there's a good chance we're not really going to see what either system can do because now with the official release coming in three weeks. Is it? I am so lost on track with that. Yeah, for, um, was it first to the start of second week in November, if I'm not mistaken, November 9th to 10th, something like that there. But yeah, we're we're less than a month out at this point. I better start checking. Yeah, I better start checking to see if anybody in pre-orders available again and last i heard most pre-orders are kind of done depending on where you go yeah yeah, so, yeah. i know they, yeah. they were hoping to get some more pre-orders so i gotta keep up with that yeah you have you on top of it yeah i'm but, so yeah, busy that's the problem i'm doing this show i'm doing the regular show i'm working two other jobs <laughs> the only day i have free is friday uh, friday and i'm usually sleep there you go like I said, I'm not going to jump in as soon as it drops. One, I already missed the boat to do all that. On top of that, it's going to be people jumping on the second wave, trying to get it before Christmas. And both companies are keeping allegiance in these tough fiscal times with their current gen systems anyway, so you're not going to get too much in the way of exclusive games that will really test the true scope of either system, because then they're going to keep games that you can play on your current PS4 or your current Xbox One or whichever specialized Xbox you might have at this point, because Lord knows we can't just keep it one console every three, four years. <laughs> but wait, how long's yeah, the uh, uh, how long's uh PlayStation been out? Uh, PS4. Yeah, good question. Because <laughs> I'm, I, I, it might have been three years. Let me see. Let me look that up real quick. Well, thing about it is things move at a kind of exponential yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah, so. no, it's been a while. It's been a while. PS4 was launched in 2013. Yeah, it oh, just it just feels it does it feels like it's like just a right around the corner, but not not 2013. Yeah, they usually have big gaps. 
surprisingly. Well, that's refreshing. Yeah, it just feels quick. Technology moves that fast. <laughs> Especially yeah. since you get a new iPhone every year. Seems like everything yeah, comes know. out every year. Well, that, that's that marketing for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's why I was definitely not ready to dive in feet first. Like I said, they're not going to be really stressing the limits of the consoles. So I'm not in a big rush. Of course, there's any kind of hardware issue considering that they seem to be a bit on the back foot of satisfying the demand. So if they start rushing out, putting these things out, don't want to have to deal with, yay, I got it. Oh, it don't work. Send them away. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to make. Then I have to refurb. Or send to, uh, no, I'm good. I'm very. <laughs> yeah, I'm very I got it. Oh, it don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Although there is something that really is the a big silver bullet that's actually tipping me to the P to the P5 that has nothing to do with the actual hardware itself. It's that PlayStation Plus, isn't like, it? Huh? It's that PlayStation Plus, isn't it? But of course. <laughs> yeah. Because for, no, because for no extra charge for that PlayStation Plus account, I'll have access to the PlayStation collection. So all the gems that I left for sending out the last console, I get to, I get to own and play. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes. Even if I did get a game for it, I could just get that, and that is hundreds of hours of content. Yeah. With top titles. Yeah, Spider Man was a good one. Final Fantasy <laughs> 15, Resi 7. Resi 7 is a good one, yeah. Yeah, Bloodborne, um, the, last, uh, the Last God of War. Like, I haven't played, those I haven't played or seen, but I've seen my brother was playing uh, Red 7, so I know that's a good one. And I played Spider Man, that's a good one. Yeah, to have access to all those for no extra cost to the regular subscription. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's a major arm twist, because the only other thing I was trying to look for to kind of save Xbox was, I'm like, tell me you got this masterful backwards compatibility, but... They do, but you got to go buy the games. <laughs> well, that's my issue. I have the games, but I'm like, you know what, forget it. There's too much, kind of like Timon and Pooba, I got to keep moving forward. <laughs> got to stop looking back. <laughs> Not to mention, you know, upcoming exclusive titles. Sony's going to get Final Fantasy 16 right now. They say as an exclusive. I'm like, oh, oh, that arm twist just gets tighter and tighter. You know what? Since you brought that up, I remember what the original model was for. It was to live carefree. <laughs> it wasn't even forget about the past. It was to live carefree. Well, that's what Okuna Matata meant. No worries for the rest of your days. That's right. Yeah, they just mixed that. They just got that all confused. I don't know what they were trying to say. But whatever it was, it didn't work. I don't know. Maybe they used too many words, too much dialogue, but it just became a wibbly wobbly mess. Was it timing one as well? Nope, just wibbly wobbly. But yeah, very much to each their own because each system does have their leading titles, and you know some people have loyalty to their titles. Your Halo base, your Call of Duty base, and your sports franchise bases. But for me, since I even Final Fantasy, I'm semi loyal. I have not played myself up to being current, so I have to cash that chip in. Yeah. I don't remember though. What was the one with Lightning? Thirteen. That was the last one I played. And oh, I tried to too. play. I tried to play thirteen too, but. 
I don't know. It wasn't. It was. Uh, it didn't do it for me. I thought at that point. I think I was Final Fantasy'd out. Well, but the problem is where, where they took it. Gameplay wise, they went far from the source. Mm. Where part of it was exploration and enthralling stories, and the story they just threw just word soup at you, make it deeper than it was. And the first third to half the game, arguably, is linear. So like, how do you have a linear RPG? Yeah, I don't even know how far I got. I just know. I just. I just lost interest. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, so you know, on and off, I still try. I'm still in the linear scope of that game. And I'm just like, can I just get to the point where I can explore the world? We are still talking about Final Fantasy 13 too, right? <laughs> just want to make okay. sure, because, you know, a lot of them started becoming very linear. Like, I see at flashbacks of X2. I'm like, wait a minute. We still talk about the same game, right? <laughs> See, that's another one I didn't do. I didn't I didn't do that. Uh, X X two. X two I did. I went through the whole thing. I actually made it to the end. I actually I actually got the completed story. There you go. That was actually worth it. I actually got the complete instead of that stupid X ending which was garbage. Got the full story. Yeah, that, well that's what I heard in hindsight and I was like, Oh I ain't going back. <laughs> <laughs> garbage X two. I mean garbage <laughs> X. How was the second one better than the first one? I don't know. Easy. You listen to the criticisms and build. All right. So, Jay, what's in the news? Words. <laughs> I guess I got to do it, huh? I mean, I know politics on your, on, on your channel is a very touchy subject. Hey. But when you've got a group of people who want to kidnap a governor so bad that the FBI breaks up a credible plot, you know it's kind of time to start worrying. Say what? Oh, yes. The FBI uncovered a plot starting out with six Moved up to 13 last I checked. That has applied to at least kidnap if not harm Governor Whitner of Michigan. Why? You know, well, they didn't, they didn't like her way back from the corona lockdown, where that's one of, if not the first state, got those armed protests with the Liberate movement. So, yeah, they're kind of not over that. <laughs> it's a little extreme, though. Kidnapping? That's insane. And what were they planning on doing with her? Well, off the lockdown, she was already getting death threats and it was already and it was already trying to dox the uh, summer home where she was at lockdown at yo something's so. wrong with people today like seriously like you you heard you heard what happened with sonia deville right the wrestler no sir it's my time to get educated this crazy fan crazy like legitimately crazy tried to break into her house she happened to be home with another wrestler and they heard something and they left out the back door cops caught him he had a kidnap kit with him he had duct tape, rope. He was going to kidnap this woman. I don't know how he found out where she lived, <laughs> but somehow he did and showed up at her house late at night. I think it was like like nine o'clock or something like that and tried to kidnap this woman. See? Problems, man. This world is going nuts. She took she, she took a break from wrestling. She did a final show. We all knew she was going to lose because she was leaving. She's like, she needed to be out of the limelight after that. Is uh, something seriously wrong with people these days? Everybody yeah, thinks they can be the water. a freaking serial killer for some reason. What else is in the news? Well, that's old news. That's not new. That was like from months ago, but yeah. Well, scary, enough to, scary enough to still count it. Mm-hmm. Fucking insane. What else we got? Recent news, actually. Uh, The wanted singer Tom Parker reveals that he has an, an inoperable brain tumor. That's sad. British singer who spent five years as part of the popular boy band The Wanted revealed he has an inoperative brain tutor. He's 32 years old. The 32-year-old told his fans that he has a grade four globist. 
G-L-I-O-B-L-A-S-T-O-M-A tumor and is undergoing treatment. I don't know what type of tumor that is. Uh, goes on, shows his Instagram stuff. I guess that's his wife and kid. The average survival time for patients with a grade four geloblastoma, that's the best I can pronounce it, tumor, one of the most serious kind of tumors, is between a year and 18 months. Damn. Damn. What's the survival rate? Number three on the charts. Nope. They don't say what the survival rate of that tumor is. That's fucked up. Hope he survives. Because that's that's always bad. I had a friend. She had a tumor in her head. She didn't know. It's like she said it was the size of a golf ball. She had it. She said the doctor said it's been there for four years. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's a scary thing to find out. You living with something like that and you had no idea. Well, see. Got another Carol Forrell. better and better every day. Yeah. They took it out. She's okay now. But yeah. She's like. I forgot why she said she went to the doctor. Something wasn't right. And she decided. And then they found the tumor. So they caught it in time. Yeah, four years, size of a golf ball. Uh, what else we got? Ah, uh, here's something in Pennsylvania. Hatred is taught. Pennsylvania's second lady films a woman, woman's racist attack at a grocery store. Let's see, we see. Uh, currently, the wife of Lieutenant Governor John Furterman decided to go out and get a quiche. While she was waiting in line at the grocery store, this woman begins yelling at, recognizes her and begins yelling at her, including racial slurs. She said, quote, there's that N-word that Fenneman married. You don't belong here. No one wants you here. You don't belong here. <laughs> Can you imagine being in a grocery store and just some random person starts throwing racial slurs at you? I mean, I'm not going to act like, like that happens everywhere, but I'm not going to sit here and lie like it. I'm just saying, can you imagine just sitting there minding your business, trying to buy a quiche, and out of nowhere, someone just starts yelling racial slurs at you in a grocery store? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I think that's probably the better half in times when things like that happen. But I've had, like, in the street racial tangents with people done nothing to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, just, just no reason. Yeah. So she did a, an article with the Post talking about how this is taught, had this hyper hatred is taught, which is true. She married John Fenneman in 2008, three years after he was elected mayor of Broderick, Pennsylvania. She became a U.S. citizen in 2009. Her husband, and he emphasized a bald six foot eight tattooed Democrat, became <laughs> lieutenant governor in 2009. Well, now I know why it says first lady. I guess she just went around her business after that because it didn't say it's like she pressed charges out. I guess you can't press charges if someone yelling racial slurs at you. They don't touch you. That's what happened with that story. Uh, I know a lot of people want to know about the stimulus checks. Well, here's the update. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. <laughs> and it's going to be that way until after the election. Tell you that right now. Uh, more global news. Chinese threatened to invade Taiwan in a new video showing military might. Say what? With tension storing in the Taiwan Strait, Chinese response to Taiwan's overture for dialogue by re releasing new footage showing a large-scale military exercise simulating an invasion and a perpetrated, oh yeah, perpetrated confession from a Taiwan businessman held captive China on spying charges. So apparently they have some businessman they have in jail on spying charges. Yo, China's a fucked up place. I don't, I, I hate saying that about other countries because, you know, everybody's different. But seriously, China's a fucked up place. That's why everybody's trying to get out of there. They put this poor businessman in jail, claiming to be him to be a spy. Man, I 
I usually like to go with the side of reason, but this one, man, you're definitely, you got to tell me something. So I start here, because my label got to go, my label got to lock and load it. Time to label you, label you. So the Taiwanese government, I mean, president, uh, desires to host talks as he fears the growth that China's increasing threat towards Taiwan will spill over into military action. Yep. And hours after her speech, oh, she's oh, okay. So this is a female, the president. It, uh, it was a, this is a female, who's the president of Taiwan. Shortly after her speech, CCTV released new two-minute and thirty-second video and report of a multi-dimensional drill off the China Sea's coast, featuring. Ambiguous landing crafts attacking helicopters and land-based missiles. Jesus fucking Christ. They fear this video is a warning that militaries could attack the president's Democratic Progressive Party. They're not recognized the Democratic Party. I, I don't know what they're talking about at this point. Anyway, Taiwan and, and, and China might go to war. Apparently, there's footage of the Chinese government doing militaries off the coasts of their borders to Taiwan. China's fucked up, man. This is why I don't do political stuff. <laughs> I get lost. Local news in New York. Over 150,000 fines issued the first week of New York's, of the new New York City lockdown. Yep, the time I'm getting locked down. 150,000 fines. Well, people are tired of being locked down. Yeah, that's nice. You should be tired of spreading COVID, too. At this point, people are just ready to live with it. Authorities cracked down this weekend on some of the city's current coronavirus hotspots, issuing more than 60,000 summons and tens of thousands of dollars of fines to people, businesses, and houses of worship that didn't follow the newly imposed restrictions on gathering and mask wearing and social distancing requirements. Listen, it's been what, eight months? People are tired. People are tired. This is why people are acting a fool in the streets now that they can come out. They're tired. They're just tired of being away from other people. Tired of trying to be away from other people. Tired of wearing masks. They're just tired. They should have known this was going to happen. I'm not saying enough is enough. I'm just saying you got to understand people are tired. I know it's for our safety. I know it's for for we need to do this stuff. But you also got to stand people are tired. <laughs> the problem is they're going to take it from the top. We're going to act all the way not to do what other nations have done. See France. Sweden, Canada, Germany, other nations that, like us, you know, have money technologically up there, pay their people to stay home so you don't have people running around spreading it, keeping these numbers up. Because mm -hmm. when it spreads as easy as it does, and you walk around asymptomatic so you don't know you're sick, then guess what? You can't get a lid on this because, one, you don't know you got it, so you don't know you're spreading it. Give you, we're not going to give you your money to get you through 
this extremely hard time. You know, <laughs> go out, risk it, risk it for the biscuit, and whatever happens, happens. You know, I mean, if you want to keep up with Corona, the president got it and spread that thing through to the White House, something crazy. Since mid-August, city and state officials say large gatherings and lack social distancing has caused a surge in new cases in pockets of Brooklyn and Queens, many of them in Orthodox Jew neighborhoods. <laughs> One Orthodox Jew who led the protest against restrictions was taken into custody by the police department. I'm not going to say his name. It was taken into custody by the police department. Warren squad Sunday night, police officials say. So apparently they're protesting <laughs> and he got arrested. Just wear the fucking mask. Yeah, I know you're all tired. We're all tired. Wear the mask. I'm not saying wear the mask if you're sitting there by yourself. <laughs> you see somebody coming along, put it on. When they're far enough away, you take it back off. Yep, and if you're going into a store, the inside rules, you wear a mask indoors. Yeah, I don't wear a mask in the store. I just sneeze on everybody. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I wear a mask in the store. I don't want them people germs on me. Ugh. I never I never understood that. That was always disgusting to me. More than a dozen shots to killed as New York City gun violence rages across the weekend. Yo, yo, it was out of control this weekend. Even in my neighborhood, I heard gunshots. And those weren't firecrackers. I'm like, yo, people are out of control with these guns these days. Anybody want to act a fool now that they can go outside? More than a dozen people were shot in the Big Apple over Saturday and Sunday, including two fatalities as the year-long spike in gunplay continues. Got them shooting around 1.20 a.m. Sunday night in the Lower East Side. When police responded to reports of shot fired, found a 26-year-old with a bullet wound in the chest over at East 13th Street and Avenue A. Several hours earlier, before 11 p.m., on Saturday, another 26-year-old man was found unresponsive by a gun wound to the head on Post Avenue, Hudson Heights. Damn. Police say a 28-year-old man was taken into custody and a gun was acquired, was recovered on the scene. These are one of five shootings with seven victims on Saturday. Damn. Yeah. Like, even in my Saturday night, even in my neighborhood, I heard, like, a couple of gunshots. I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And it was like five shots. I was like, okay, let me go in the house. Yeah, people are out of control these days. Man, one man was shot in the leg on Sunday, 6.45. A oh, wait, no. It didn't say what time this guy was shot in the leg. Yo, this guy was shot in the... I what did I tell you? I told you I heard gunshots. My neighborhood is up here. My neighborhood is up here. I think that's very close. I'm looking at the street they have up here. I told you, yeah. This is crazy, crazy this weekend. My neighborhood is up here. Insane. Because there was some guy parked in front of the driveway. I'm like, why is this guy parked in front of our driveway? And I saw the cops go by. And then I heard five shots. And I was like, you know what? I'm not saying nothing to him. I'm taking my ass in the house. Let the cops come by and see him there again and say something. <laughs> Normally, I would have yeah, said something. What the fuck are you doing in front of my driveway? Get the fuck out of here. But I heard those gunshots, and I said, let me go inside. There was a shootout in the Bronx that left three injured. Yes, out of control right now here in New York City. <laughs> That's funny. I just I just read that just now. Yeah, my neighborhood is up there. Let's see if we got anything happy to look at. Anything happy going on? 
Oh, yeah. There we go. Attack on Titans. This will be the last season. Season four will be the last season. But it's supposed to come out sometime this year. They announced that in COVID. I mean, uh, in February. But then COVID hit. So it's supposed to come out sometime this year. But it will definitely be out by early next year. So that's something to look forward to. That's something. Yeah, see, there's something positive to look forward to. We got some COVID. I mean, not some COVID. Yeah, that's a positive. Thing. <laughs> we got some Attack on Titan coming. I also saw an article like a couple of days ago about season five of Black Clover, but I was kind of confused and didn't bother reading it because they're still putting episodes out. So <laughs> I should probably go find out what the deal with that is. I think I read somewhere that My Hero Academia season five will be starting next year too. Yeah. I think I read that somewhere. And finally, some sad news. Let's see. You guys will be getting this. What's uh, this Friday coming up? This Friday coming up is what? Do you know? 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 Yeah. Wait, today's October 12th. So this Friday would be the 17th. So this would be a week and a half ago. Week and a half ago. Lead singer, lead guitar, not lead singer, lead guitarist Eddie Van Halen of the band Van Halen passed away after his battle with COVID. Uh, battle with COVID. Sounds like everything's COVID. His battle with cancer at the age of 65. For those of you who don't know who Eddie Van Halen is, he is a great rock musician who started out in the 80s with him, his brother, and lead singer David Lee Roth. This is, uh, he was known for his guitar riffs. It'll play a little bit here. Do a little tribute for him. That was Eddie Van Halen on the guitar riff there. Yeah, that man was good. That man was really fucking good. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Eddie Van Halen's passed away. He will be missed. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they're in the Rock and Roll. Let me find out. Are they in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet? Because they should be. Ah, uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, at least he got to live long enough to get put in the Hall of Fame. Van Halen is in the Hall of Fame. You're inducted in 2007, so yeah. At least he got to see that achievement. Because they, they, they were very influential. In, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Eddie Van Halen was on keyboard. I know he played guitars too, but I didn't know he was a keyboardist. Sammy Hagar was lead guitar. Well, correction on that one, folks. Eddie was on the keyboard. I wonder if Sammy Hagar's still alive. I hope so. Yep, still alive and kicking. Oh, man, I want to find some uh, Eddie Van Halen keyboard. Hold on. He was also a songwriter, too. I think he wrote a lot of his songs. But don't go by what I'm saying. <laughs> Apparently, I know a lot less than I thought I did. Okay, here we go. We'll do some Eddie Van Halen on keyboard. Proper tribute.
was very Eddie Van Halen on keyboard. There you go. Hey, you got a proper tribute there now. All right. So yes, Eddie Van Halen has passed away. And it's been a couple of months, but I should also mention that Deanna, uh, Deanna Riggs passed away. I think it was in uh, either September or August. I don't know if you remember Diana Riggs. Did you not watch The Avengers growing up? No. Oh, come on. I know The Avengers was before my time. My uncle used to show me that all the time. That was um, Emma Peel. Mrs. Peel. Mrs. Peel. Her tight leather outfits all the time. You probably remember her from Game of Thrones. She was the old... Um, she was that old crafty woman. Grandma. Uh, yeah. yeah, that yeah, was the... Yes, that was Diana Riggs. She... Did not look like that when she was younger. <laughs> it's a completely different look when she was younger. Well, you can still uh, tell. You can still tell it was her, but you was like, when you saw her, you can see the difference. You're like, whoa, <laughs> like that used to be her. Yeah, yeah. So she passed away a couple of months ago, and of course, uh, Chad. What's his? How do you pronounce his last name? Bo- uh, Chadwick Bossman. There you go. Yes, I know I'm late on this, but he also passed away after a fight with losing a fight with cancer. Yeah, can't COVID is fucking up everybody because people are having problems getting their cancer treatment. Everybody's suffering. Ah, dark days, dark days. But hopefully, in a week or two, things will be brighter. It's gonna be a bright, bright. Bright, bright, sunshiny day. Yeah, once we, we get those stimulus days. checks. <laughs> yeah, two days. No, that's not happening. It'll happen after election. It'll happen after the election. That depends on what it is. Nah, it'll happen after the election. Either ways, it'll happen after the election. This man is refusing to sign the check until he gets reelected. That's the problem. He refuses to sign that check until he gets reelected. So either way, it's going to get signed afterwards. Because you know, the first person, as soon as the first person gets in there, that's the first thing they're going to do. Man, he's like, oh no, it's not like that. I'm like, yeah. So he shows tax receipts, he shows tax return right after he got elected too, right? No, he's going to sign it after he gets elected. Because either he's going to be like, oh good, they elect me, I'll sign this check. Or it's going to be, see, now they can't say I did bad stuff for them at the end of my tenure. I did everything great for them. <laughs> Sign that check. Don't you? That's what he's thinking. That's what's gonna happen. Right after the election, that, that check's gonna get signed, one way or the other. It's either because he got reelected, or he's trying to make himself look not so bad in the history books. <laughs> one or two. Well, that check's gonna get signed after election day. And even if he doesn't sign it by the time he's out, as soon as he, that person gets back in, they're gonna sign that check right away because everybody's hurting. Financially, most of the yeah. businesses aren't even going to be able to reopen. They're closed down for good. Yeah, some people get a job to go out of work. Like most places of employment are actually closed, and if you got laid off from something like the restaurant business or something, they're not opening at full at full staff because they can't seat at full capacity. Half the people don't want to because guess what? They don't have COVID handled, so. Most of the restaurants can't even afford to open back up. Yeah. <laughs> can't even afford to open back up at this point. And once again, that's how they push, push the problem back onto the people. It's not the fact that we can't get care, test, 
businesses can't get, you know, PPE outside of digging into their own non-existing pockets. Not squat work, make money. You know, act like we're not in the pandemic. Well, sorry to end this on a downer, but that's it. We that's all we got today. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. I'm sleepy tired, what? but I'm tired. Yep, yep. I need what something to eat. I need something to relax. Ooh. Definitely need something to eat. I'm getting really hungry. And we definitely went longer than we did. We should have again. <laughs> of course. All right, everyone. We'll see you next. No plugs this time. I'm too tired for plugs. <laughs> Just definitely too tired for plugs. But you do only have two weeks left for Queens County Farm Museum. By the time you hear this, it will be death the weekend coming up. This is for, well, at least for the podcast fans. It'll be this weekend coming up and the weekend after that, and then they're closed. For the YouTube fans, you got one week left. <laughs> Next week is the last week, and then we'll close. You can find Queens County Farm Museum located at 7350 Little Neck Parkway. I'm there every weekend. If you recognize my voice, you can say, what's up? Because I'm here. And my friend Ruben is there with his East Coast Street Tacos. You can find them on EastCoastStreetTacos.com or East Coast Street Tacos NYC on Instagram. I think they have a Twitter too, but I don't have that one. Come on down, get yourself a taco. I know I said I wasn't going to plug anything, but uh, kind of got to have to. But it's love. And if you want to check out some of my old reviews, you can check me out on Cinemastrophy.com or Cinemastrophy at uh, Cinemastrophy slash Don Perrion on YouTube, and you'll find me there. I think that's it for the plug. Also, you can follow my Twitter, the Doctor2477, and my Instagram, which I think is Don Perrion77. I'm not sure on that one. I don't pay too much attention to that. And Facebook. I'm on Facebook. I'm everywhere. That's it. Finally. Done. Say goodnight, Jay. Goodnight, Jay. See you later, everybody. Until the next episode. 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 Episode.